This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. In for David Cruz, I'm Marlon Bowling with the Comstock Report. What's mucking up Farm Bill prospects? Well, in a nutshell, the critical issues fall into three categories. More funding is needed to facilitate higher reference price calculations for crop insurance that take higher production costs into account. Policy issues regarding conservation, SNAP, or food stamps, tapping the CCC Charter Act more creatively, and provisions that temper impact of California Proposition 12 and other similar restrictive policies tied to ideological goals that lack economic and scientific foundation and ignore farmers' best interests entirely. At USDA's 100th Agricultural Outlook Forum, Secretary Tom Vilsack again proposed tapping Commodity Credit Corporation funding for purposes other than price support without compromising its intended mission. Most interestingly, he made a distinction between production agriculture focused on maximizing profit and smaller producers, where preserving family legacy and a way of life are the top priorities. To that end, he aggressively touted programs like Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities, or PCSC, to provide new revenue opportunities for all farmers regardless of size. Key farm state lawmakers have not outright dismissed Vilsack's call to tap CCC as a farm bill revenue stream, but some are clearly wary of letting USDA essentially use the CCC as an ATM for whatever they want. At the Outlook Forum, former top USDA economists expressed similar reservations. Joe Glauber, former chief economist at USDA, highlighted the significant expansion of CCC usage under every administration since restrictions were lifted during the Obama era. Bob Thompson, a former Reagan administration official, was much more blunt, describing CCC today as a license to steal. Dan Sumner, who served under the George H.W. Bush administration, pretty much agreed and urged new restrictions rather than more creative use proposed by Vilsack. But Rob Johansson, former USDA chief economist during the Trump administration, supported Vilsack's view. He emphasized CCC's role in responding swiftly to unforeseen events like the trade war with China. While he understood that Congress needs to respectfully address concerns about CCC usage, it's the only source of emergency funds that allow USDA to react promptly to situations beyond the scope of traditional farm bill provisions. Key party differences run deep and wide. Now here's a sampling of the Democrats' approach. At the Outlook Forum, Bill Sack praised Senate Ag Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow of Michigan for her imaginative idea of providing higher levels of crop insurance to row crop producers if they forego all the other forms of subsidies, such as conservation programs, marketing loans, disaster aid, export promotion, etc., he also said Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York promised he'd bring in another $5 billion into the program beyond the budget baselines. When Vilsack asked how he'd get around congressional accounting rules, Schumer simply replied, where there's a will, there's a way. Now, here's the GOP view. That attitude is exactly the problem. In what seemingly is a daily occurrence, taxpayer dollars are being sent to every corner of the country, yet nothing has changed, said House Ag Committee Chair Glenn G.T. Thompson of Pennsylvania at a hearing last Wednesday. He says, we are not producing more fertilizer. We're not reducing the cost of production. We're not making food more affordable. 
However, we are burdening the taxpayer. He says we are losing ground on the world stage, and we are a net agricultural importer. He added we are less independent, less resilient, and less competitive. One major way that Republicans have proposed to lower those food costs is to redirect funds in the Inflation Reduction Act meant for conservation and energy programs. Representative Mary Miller, a Republican from Illinois, lambasted Vilsack for his presence at the U.N. Climate Conference and its focus on cutting emissions from agriculture. She said farmers are not on board with this climate cult agenda, and she said we're not going to let you jeopardize our nation's food supply for the current climate change agenda. As always, the really hot potato is any hint by the GOP of wanting to cut fraud and abuse of the SNAP program particularly the likelihood that millions of illegal aliens are likely getting them. The GOP's G.T. Thompson acknowledged the priority of maintaining SNAP benefits, but called on Democrats to figure out what else they could cut. Hanging over the hearings is the past failure of the Farm Bill. Representative David Scott, a Democrat from Georgia, called on the GOP to drop its proposal to redirect funds in the Inflation Reduction Act meant for conservation and energy programs. He says robbing Peter to pay Paul is not going to result in an effective farm bill. Yet in the end, even Scott praised Thompson for his willingness to cross the aisle and nodded toward the fight to come. He concluded by saying, I do not envy you, Mr. Chairman. After this write-up of where things currently stand, I couldn't agree more. He'll need the patience of Job and wisdom of Solomon. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information, you can go to Comstock.com or call us at 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results. 